I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another episode of the Steelers Post Game Show. I'm Jeff Harbin, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Joining me, as always, is Lance Williams right over here. But down here in the Brady Bunch category would be Brian Anthony Davis, who's joining us. That's uh, first time in a long time for he's on a post game show. Brian, what is up? Wow, I mean, I feel like I've been elevated to the big show for one week only, and I'm feeling awesome. Yeah, one week. Don't don't get too comfortable. Lance, no, I, I said one week only. I know. I, know. I mean, I've uh, I'll be glad just continuing to go ahead and and watch every week, which I do now. There you go, Lance. What's going on with you? What's happening, gentlemen? You know, I wanted to get you on BAD. Who's bad? Where is the mask? Where? Oh, 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 I'm a little oh, under the weather. I didn't oh, want to do the mask. Oh, here I got we go. Sniffles. I got sniffles. Nah. But, but, but I'm wearing a green Steeler hat, though. Yeah. And a green, uh, you can't see it, but this is uh, the Italian, Franco's Italian Army shirt. Very nice. Very nice. I was superstition. I'm still rocking the Behind the Steel Curtain shirt. They've won three in a row now with that on. It looks like. Uh, you were in a James Washington jersey there, bro. Yeah, I had to go with a road team. There you go, absolutely. And the Pittsburgh Steelers get the win on the road. It's hard to believe, but I saw the statistic on Twitter. Uh, in their car- career starts in Mountain West time or further west, Ben Roethlisberger's career wins two. Devlin Hodges, two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. He has won both of his starts. He's 3-0 now as a starter. If you want to say he's 4-0 as coming in relief against the Bengals in Week 12. But here we are. 
The Steelers win 23 to 17, which I'm trying to see here, Lance, what your prediction was. You predicted 24 13. That was pretty yes. close. I said 27 13. So we were all around that thing, but no one actually hit it, I don't believe. So he, I was here, 30 to 20. 30 to 20. So pretty much we kind of guessed the way that the game was going to go. But here, here's where we go uh, with this game. And such a strange game, such a strange finish to the game, especially in terms of some monumental decisions, which I think were in the awful part. The defense stands tall, gets takeaways against a team that doesn't give the ball away very often. But I want to start with the fact that Lance and I, the streak continues. That's right, folks. 20 straight games the Pittsburgh Steelers have given the ball away. <sighs> Benny Snell football meant coughing it up in the first quarter, and there you go. That yeah, that's it. one of the numbers I was going <laughs> to point out. You know, when we hit our little numbers, a little segment, when we look at the game book was the number 20. 20 consecutive weeks. I mean, did it, <laughs> I mean. It's almost laughable now. It's the longest active streak in the NFL, so. It's it's funny. Yeah, and they keep they keep winning. I guess <laughs> it's if you, I guess if you get more than you give up, you win. Yeah, I, Brian, if you were to somehow try to fix this issue, I don't know if there's just one way, but what are you doing? Well, you know what? I expected the uh the it to be a, a Duck Hodges interception. Um, I expected him to get one again. Um, he protected the ball pretty well. I you know Benny Snell just got got hit and didn't hold on to it. And I don't think that you could really count the fake punt fumble because that was a turnover on downs anyway. So that's not going to really count. Um, but, I mean, they did. That was kind of a turnover, but that still, like I said, doesn't count. But, you know, you have young players that uh, have not learned how to protect the ball yet. I want to so get – yeah, tie Good. I want to get something out of the way here. Heath Henry, who listens to our show a lot, says, Hey Lance, what was your prediction on our season record back when we were one and four again? I am I am a huge supporter of Lance bashing because I think that he's so negative all the time. <laughs> but it's funny when people Lance decide bashing. to come down on him and make him eat crow. But Lance owned it. If you haven't listened to his podcast on Friday, yeah, I said it. He went back and owned every single thing that he said. That has not panned out with the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2019. So you know what? I give him credit for making bold statements. He doesn't waffle. He normally picks the negative side. Hater and Homer. That's who we are. And he owned it. So people want to give him crap. That's fine. I'm always going to be supportive of that. But also <laughs> give him some respect for the fact that he came out and said on a very public platform, hey, I've made a lot of mistakes this year. But then again, we've all made mistakes. Right, Lance? Yes, we have. I mean, that's one of my criticisms of pundits, particularly national pundits like on ESPN or Foxes. A lot of those times, those guys try to be Nostradamus, and they only point out when they get stuff right. They never point out when they get stuff wrong, and they typically get stuff wrong most of the time. I'm sure when they were 1-4, I probably said 4-12. and 12. More than likely. I mean, that sounds like me. I probably was laughing when I was doing it, going through the schedule. L, L, L. That's a L. That's a L. Four and 12. Yeah, but, but I owned it. You got to listen to the show on Friday. I ate a lot of crow this year. I got a couple of things right, but I ate a lot of crow. And crow is good for your diet. All right. So I just wanted to make sure I got that out there because, Lance, I, I like the podcast. I thought it was a good show. Great show, actually. 
Let me also say this. We always start the show off with some knee-jerk reactions. Now, Brian does an entire article dedicated to knee-jerk reactions, which is just published on the website, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Cody Marshall put $2 in the tip jar. I want to bring this up, and I want to get Lance's knee-jerk reaction when we saw Jordan Berry with about 6.44 left in the fourth quarter, gets the snap, tucks it and runs, gets absolutely demolished, and turnover on downs. He fumbles it. I don't know if he was trying to throw it. I, I don't know what he was doing. But Co- Cody, yeah, Cody says, glad Barry is with us on team and planet. Brutal. Lance, your knee-jerk reaction when the fake punt went down was what? The hell was that? That was my, my knee-jerk reaction. <laughs> what is he doing? I couldn't believe it. I, I couldn't believe it. I shot out some text to you. I shot out text to Dave. It's like, I, did he really do that? I couldn't believe it. I, I, I just couldn't believe it. I had to rewind because I really thought my, my TV glitched. I was just thinking, to my, what is that's the That's almost as bad. And Tomlin owned it in his press conference. That call, I don't buy it. I don't buy it, don't I don't buy buy it either. I don't buy it either. I don't buy it either. And that's almost as bad as Tomlin's infamous horrible fourth down call against Jacksonville in the playoffs. What was it? A fourth and six. It almost trumps that one, but that one is worse because it was the playoffs, but this was a horrible call. If it was Tomlin, I have no idea what your guy Barry was doing, Jeff. And you were just, you had gotten to the realm where you were being positive about Barry. I know that that switches off. I know he's back into your uh, doghouse. <laughs> Not just his doghouse. He's going to start eating booberry cereal again. <laughs> I was always more of a Frankenberry guy. But, Brian, what was your reaction when Barry tucks it and runs? Well, you know what? I'm not trying to piggyback off of Lance, but if you go back and look at knee-jerk reactions, my phrase was, I stole this from uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson in his WWE days. I wrote, what in the blue hell was that? (laughs) (laughs) Because I was like, I I, I just couldn't believe it. That was just absolutely incredible i at first i we went back and watched it over again thinking that all right did he see something and just start running with it i uh i still don't know and we're never gonna know if that was really a called play or not well i'll tell you this and and lance brought up the fact that tomlin owned it in his press conference he said i make the calls it was on me put it on me and to me that screamed of a head coach saying scrutinize me because i can take it i'm used to it I'll, i'll take it all the time Watch the film of that. You have 10 players who are running down the field like a punt is on. And then you have Jordan Berry getting absolutely planted behind him. Thank goodness Trey Edmonds turned around. Because if he hadn't, that ball was just sitting there. That would have been a scoop and score. Easy touchdown for the Cardinals. Um, I think they ended up scoring on that play anyways, on that drive anyways. But on top of that, it came down to killing time. It took time off the clock. It all adds up. I just thought there's no way in God's green earth that a coach with the pedigree of Mike Tomlin, like him or not, would ever sign off on Jordan Berry, not throwing it, where if it falls incomplete, it's incomplete pass, but has a designed punter run. No way. I will take that to my grave. I don't care what Mike Tomlin says, and he'll be peppered about it on Tuesday. I'm not buying it, but we have some super chats to get to here, guys. Isaac, who's a big 
Oh, big fan, longtime follower of the show. He says, it looked like the Steelers were playing at home with all those Steelers fans there. He puts $5 in the tip jar. Thank you, Isaac. That was a loud crowd. That Deontay Johnson touchdown, it sounded like it was at Heinz Field. Period. Yeah, absolutely. And I had some guys hit me, I believe, who commented on my Friday show about how I pretty much got it right on about just how incredibly crazy Steeler fans are you know, away from Pittsburgh. You got to write about West Virginia fans too. Yes, I did. Yes, yes. You guys, <laughs> you guys are nuts. So <laughs> you guys are absolutely nuts. So bring the West Virginia fans when you need it to happen. But yeah, if you get away from Pittsburgh, I mean, it is absolutely insane. I mean, there are Steeler fans everywhere. There's Steeler bars everywhere. Arizona. I mean, you got all these people from Pittsburgh, Western PA. Just, just Steeler fans in general from everywhere that are out there and i had a feeling that it was going to look just like that and also it's winter that's a win that that's a trip that people circle go play golf it's hot you know it's you get away from the winter and and boy they turned out they showed up and turned out absolutely brian before we get to you kyle smith puts ten dollars in the tip jar he was at the game he told us he was going he said first game hype first win hype today was a home for the steelers in arizona also won the crowd here would not shut up on offense Two, they were lucky Murray didn't run that touchdown in when he threw it to Watt, meaning the interception. We'll talk about that in a second. But, Brian, your thoughts on the crowd environment in Arizona? Oh, it was electric. And here's the thing. Um, there's a popular misconception that the Pittsburgh Steelers travel well. And I don't think they travel that well. I think the bottom line is, you know, Jeff, I know you're a big concert fan. You're a big music fan. When you see that Jimmy Buffett is coming to town, Coming yep. to the area, you circled on your calendar Absolutely. and you go there. Yeah. Lance, when you see, uh, I don't know who you like, so let's just say Hall and Oates. When you see that Hall and Oates is, well, that's me, actually. But like when you Hall see that Hall and Oates is coming to town or the Judds or whoever you like. Uh, you could have um, gone so more, you could have gone with so many different better. I like, I like Hall and Oates, though. I do. Jeff yeah. is a Hall and Oates hater, and we're going to work on, on that. He still He's blames. the reason they lost that playoff game against he, the Jaguars. John Oates singing the National Anthem is never the reason anybody's going to lose. He classed that, that game exactly up, why. actually. He did not. Uh, he's a legend. You never give him credit. <laughs> but here's the deal. You circled on your calendar, and yeah. you go. I went to a – I was in uh, in uh, St. Augustine a couple years ago when Jacksonville came to town. Uh, but the Steelers came to Jacksonville, actually, and everybody I talked to, it was a 75% Steeler fans there, and everybody I talked to, they were Florida residents. Um, they they came up from all over Florida because the Steelers were close, and they, they were glad to see him there. So that's the same thing in Arizona. A lot of people moved to the Valley of the Sun, and their team was coming, and they're they're going to go see him. So there you go. That's a, And that's what I would be if I lived anywhere else and the Steelers were going to be there. I'm going. My buddy lives in Los Angeles. When the Chargers were in town, he was there a couple weeks ago. Absolutely. Steeler fans are everywhere. So here's Lance's boy, Grayson, who's a hater like he is. He puts $4.99 in the tip jar and says, hater alert. <laughs> what a stinker on offense. It's so terrible. Can we please talk about the offensive coordinator and its mind-boggling play calls, especially in the two-minute drill? I honestly was not as down on Randy Feetner this game except for throwing a pass inside the two-minute warning. Why? 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 Kick a field goal, that's fine. But you don't, 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 don't even throw a pass. Leave them with 45 seconds left or something of that nature. Instead, they get a minute and 45 left because Ducks' pass was tipped. 
Lance, knee-jerk reaction to the play calling in general, or more specifically, that one play call. The play call in general. The play calling in general is he goes too conservative with Duck. Clearly, when Duck gets into a rhythm, he can make stick throws. He can throw in traffic, and he can make throws. Duck needs to be given a longer leash. It is too tight. They go to run, run, pass far too often, which is a lot of pressure on a young quarterback to convert third downs consistently. They put him in too many third down situations. The last two minutes, absolutely criminal. Now, sometimes it's great when you have a defense like that that can bail you out, but when you add that punt, that fake punt, and those play calls – they were trying to lose the game. That was terrible situational coaching. If if you just don't want to get – just run it three times. Yep. I mean, you could have kneeled three times. That would have been better than that. Horrible. Can you imagine that scenario where you're facing a Breeze, you're facing a Brady, you're facing a Mahomes, you're facing one of these guys in the playoffs, and you, you give them a minute 45? Because you just don't run it three times? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. That's terrible. That's that, that was absolutely awful. Yeah. What about you, Brian? What was your reaction to the play calling in general? Ben Roethlisberger bails out Randy Feetner. He's done it. He did it last year. He does it throughout his career. Randy Feetner is not a good decision maker. Imagine trying to go to dinner with Randy Feetner. Randy, where do you want to go? Do you want to go to Outback? Do you want to go to this nice Italian restaurant? Nah, I'll stick with Arby's because Arby's just has always worked well for me, and I really don't want to risk it on anything else. And that's that's Randy Feetner. I mean, he's just not a good decision maker. He's a quarterback's coach. He's Ben's guy. I say it all the time no soda for you randy you're just not that good guess what guess what guys they have matching beards too they have like matching messy beards too oh i tell you what right now right now ben roethlisberger looks like the guy your college buddy that you know he lost his job he comes he hangs out on your couch for two or three weeks hits on your wife uses up your netflix uh, account all day long and just <laughs> leaves you and next thing you know He's just drained your credit card. That's what he looks like. He looks like Matt Patricia right now. He really looks like he needs uh, a conditioning program in the offseason and a makeover and or maybe he looks like he's really going to jump on a a passenger train right now um, and just go from town to town because he looks like a hobo. Can I before you go, Jeff, can I give you your fast food uh, trivia or a fast food fact? (laughs) One, I used to work at Arby's in like 1989. I, I used to wear tight ass pants and a bad Arby's top. So that's one. Arby's invented curly fries. That's two. And the beef and cheddar is still outstanding. It is outstanding. Can I jump in here? There's a popular misconception about the name Arby's being for what? Why is it Arby's? 
No, I don't know that. Everybody thinks it's because of roast beef. But Arby's was uh, invented by the brothers Raffle, the Raffle brothers, and that's why it's Arby's. But I digress. The Steelers won today. There, that was your fast food talk there of the game of the game. We appreciate that. Our show is brought to you by Arby's. Make sure you visit your local Arby's at your local truck stop. Beef and cheddar, baby. Oh, that's awesome. All right, let's go to Nicholas Gabriel. I missed a couple live chats. I really apologize if you did that, and I haven't gotten to it because the way that the system's set up, we have over 500 people in this live chat right now, or at least watching live. Please put your question back in there. Put live chat real big. I'll see it. I'll get it up there, I promise. He says, uh, why must they run a screen pass at the end instead of running the ball and the clock? they just giving me a heart attack. And that's the truth. We just talked about that. This game, uh, this team is going to kill me one day. I've always said that. Um, so, uh, great win, $5. He says, from New York City, absolutely. There's another fan from uh, Wyoming who says he loves our content. Keep it up. Um, I've got Dave Schofield on it. He says, uh, yeah, it was Max Richter. He said, fan of all your shows. Keep up the great content. He's a coal miner from Wyoming. So, it's always cool to see where we, wow, nice. where we reach to. Snowman puts $2 in, kind of chimes in on what was just said. Uh, he said, can we stop running the stupid bubble screen? Um, I, I, I'm just glad they're, they're trying to make those throws. They're trusting him enough to make those throws. So it, it is, it is what it is. So let's see if we're caught up. I think we are. Here we go. I'm sorry. Adam Jones, he puts $5 in the tip traces. Four out of the five of the Steelers losses are to the best teams in the league. No one's talking about it. Brian, what are your thoughts on that? Look at it. You, you lost to San Francisco, Seattle. Those two are battling for the division title. Of course, you've lost to the Ravens as well. I mean, those are the teams that you're losing to. I mean, you did lose, of course, to the Cleveland Browns, and you opened the season losing to the Patriots. So those are all teams that are really vying for a first-round bye. And, yeah, that's that's we're not talking about that, but – you need to keep on winning the way you could win. And of course it's, you know, it's nothing that you're bragging about, but the bottom line is you don't put style points in the win column. So keep on winning ugly. Lance thoughts. You know, I, I hear people say that all the time, but I'm going to give you just, you know, my warped analogy. You know, you go out to a nightclub, you see a nice looking woman at the bar. You know, you're like, hey, you know, you want to pursue her, you know, you buy her a drink, <laughs> you know, you're not getting credit for almost. Hey, you got close. So what? The only way it counts is if you leave with her and or you lock her digits in and you convert later. So what? They lost the good teams. So what? I mean, so what? Hashtag just take it. Yes. Hashtag just take it. Hashtag, Hashtag 2 a.m. I'm not saying it. All we're concerned about is finishing. Now, yeah. you know, yeah. it doesn't matter if they lost the good teams. Those are still losses. How about had they won some of those games? They might be a five seed, but they have opportunity to be a five seed next week if they can beat Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. And we will be talking about that a lot, but I want to put Dill Wittett's uh, comment up here. He said, since you're not pointing it out for me other than Dave, he said, guess I'm paying for the recognition. I predicted the 20-13 to 13 score against the Browns in this week's 23-17 score. Call me for next week's. 
Uh, yeah, I'd like to know how that's going to play out on Sunday Night Football. Uh, all right, real quick, guys. Go before we get to the game book. Lance and Brian, we'll start with Lance. I want a offensive game ball and a defensive game ball from this win over the Arizona Cardinals. Go ahead, Lance. Well, I think the low-hanging fruit in terms of the offensive game ball is Deontay Johnson, but I'm going to give it to Devlin and Doug Hodges. I think he played a really good controlled game on the road, made some critical throws, particularly on the last drive, to extend that drive and get them in the field position. So I'm going to give it to Devlin and Doug Hodges. And what about on defense? On defense, I'm going to give it, obviously, to Joe Hayden. You know, I got to mix in my Mike Tomlin, obviously. But I'm going to give it to Joe Hayden for the big interceptions, particularly that interception, his first one, where he played through the receiver's shoulder, kind of came over his back and got the interception. That's an outstanding play. Absolutely. Brian, what about you? I absolutely love Duck Hodges in this game. I thought he did everything he could possibly do with, especially with the fact that uh, I just, like I said, I just don't like the play calling, but this is the game plan he's given. He executed it, but you don't win that game without Deontay Johnson going ahead and, oh, sorry, I'm not allowed to say going ahead anymore. Uh, everybody on the live chat hates that. So you don't win without Deontay Johnson coming up big with that punt return the second longest punt return in pittsburgh steeler history 85 yards the uh the record was in 1964 a man named um, brady keys had a 90 yarder and he surpassed antoine randall l his 84 yarder from 2003 but that was that was a big play but he had some key first downs. He had that uh, the trick play on the reverse. Everything he was doing, he just looked like a world beater today. My game ball goes to DJ18. And Cody puts $2 in the tip jar, and he says Deontay Johnson had a great game, made huge plays, including that touchdown reception. There's a, you know, this was the first time, in my opinion, when he was drafted, a lot of people said he's like Antonio Brown, Mr. Third and Fifth, as we call them on this show. And uh, I think that might have been a little premature, but today was like the first time you got a glimpse of maybe what they were talking about. Not saying he's there, not saying they're equal, just saying this was the first time we all got a taste. He's a rookie. He's going to make mistakes like he did last week against the Browns, but he can also be really, really good. Um, did you say your defensive MVP or game ball, Brian? Alvin Bud Dupree. He's getting after it. He's doing it. I mean, what was that? Two and a half sacks tonight. Uh, uh, what did end up with? Let me take a look at the game ball here. Let me look at the game book. It, it's really weird when you have a guy like Kyler Murray that scrambles so much and runs around so much. Um, but it's if it's behind the line of scrimmage and the quarterback still he has had, the ball, he has, ten, he has ten and a half. He has ten and a half now. I think he got two. I think he got credit for two. He got one sack. He got one sack. He got one sack. The sacks went to Baron, Dupree, Vince Williams, and Cam Hayward. The first sack I thought was Bud Dupree as well because it their was, hair was still, it, it, it was Baron, but it was a run. But he he had one sack. Yeah, because okay. then then they're not. I guess they're counting the the fact that uh, Murray was running out of the pocket, even though it was behind the line of scrimmage. And I mean, I always thought that's a sack. How many sacks did they have total, Lance? Why you got that? Why you they, had that they, had, they had four total. Okay. All right. Still, Dupree had a great game. He had a great game. 
Uh, I'm going to go with offense, as you guys said, Hodges and Deontay Johnson. Um, I really want to say James Washington, but I'm going to go in a different direction. I'm going to go with Kareth White. I really feel like the longer he's here, the more he's getting involved, he's learning more about the playbook, and they're learning more about him. And he has some burst, and he's shown some abilities and kickoffs, not this week, but last week. He's really proven to me that he could be a valuable asset to this team down the stretch, mainly if James Conner is not able to return. I think we are at that stretch with James Conner. You're a running back. You have a shoulder injury. You're going to get popped every single time you touch the ball. Uh if, if it doesn't start to heal quick, I mean, you're, you're looking at a long-term injury, maybe the playoffs. Kareth White can be a part of this team defensively. You all kind of said the players that I, were, I was going to name. I, I was going to go with Dupree because when you have a, a physical freak in Kyler Murray in terms of his athleticism, you need another physical freak to chase him down. That's Dupree. TJ Watt is relentless, and he abused that right tackle, but they always, you saw Murray escaping, and they're going to have another challenge ahead of them next week, as Lance brought up, with Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. I watched a lot of that game today. All right, Shield91 puts $5 in the tip chart. He says, Nerd Alert, the Wonder Woman trailer, and in this win, great day. I did not see the trailer you're speaking of, um, but I'll take your word that it was, it was a good one. So, all right, let's see here. $2 from Thomas White with Johnson and Washington balling. Is Juju still a number one wide receiver? Lance. Well, he wasn't a number one wide receiver going into the game, but if he means is he the Steelers' number one wide receiver, I do think he's still a wide receiver. He has the most experience and the most production in the National Football League. But if I took a top-down view and looked at all three players, I think they're all more like number twos and threes. What about you, Brian? My number one wide receiver for this team is James Washington. So I I still think he is the number one. Um, I am going to surprise you when I tell you who I think the number three receiver on this team is. I think right now, with Juju Smith-Schuster right there, right not there right now. I think it's Deion Kane. And I love what this guy's doing. But Deontay Johnson is still the number two. I think the rapport with Duck Hodges is growing with James Washington. It's still growing with uh, Deontay, Wash- Deontay Johnson as well. But I think uh, you've got a nice stable here. And these guys could win without Juju. Imagine what happens when Juju comes back. You have a really solid team. But you mentioned, Jeff, you mentioned Kareth White earlier. And I mentioned Deion Kane right now. I think those guys definitely have to be in the conversation for definite players on this team in 2020. And I think if this team makes the playoffs, they are going to be relied upon and they're going to make some moves in the playoffs if there's opportunities. Yeah, I agree 100%. They, they got these guys off the proverbial scrap heap being in the practice squad and I did read that it was the Colts that were really upset when they lost Deion Kane, similar to the Steelers when they lost Tuzar Skipper to the Giants. You know, you have that player that you have high hopes for in the future. He was that guy for the Colts. X Eddie B puts two dollars in the tip jar. Says, "Go Steelers, great win." Thank you, Eddie. We appreciate that. All right, man. I tell you what. Um, whether Juju's the number one or not, or not, it's going to be great when he comes back. I think he's going to be. He could be what's really missing for this offense. But let's talk about some numbers from this specific game. Lance, you have the uh, you have the game book up. Why don't you go ahead and 
go over some numbers. Yeah, the, the first number I wanted to jump into is the number two. The Steelers actually scored two touchdowns in this game. I think this is the first time they scored two touchdowns in maybe five weeks. Didn't they score two last week? Did they? Was uh, did Benny Snell have a run for la- run last week? He did. And who else scored last week? James Washington. Yeah. So they did have two last week. Well, well, it's only the second time they <laughs> scored two touchdowns in the last five weeks. Let me jump into a couple other numbers. Let me give you Doug Hodges' numbers: sixteen of nineteen, f- with a quarterback rating of one seventeen point. Five. Outstanding on the road. Yeah. Well, it wasn't really like a it wasn't really like a road game. Yeah. This is but, the second this is the second venue that he's played in where it's been nothing but Steeler fans. That there was talk of possibly the other team, the home team having used a, a silent count. That's that, crazy. But it's that, still good numbers. I'm not saying that. I mean that that's that's that that's absolutely ridiculous. The number three, three interceptions, three more turnovers. So who had the picks? It was oh TJ Watt was the other one. Okay, TJ Watt. TJ Watt had the pick, yeah. and Joe Hayden had two picks. Another three interceptions, if I'm not mistaken. I think that gives them 18 interceptions for the year which would, I think, make them possibly number one in the National Football League interceptions, or at least top five in the National Football League with interceptions. And I think that'll give them overall 33 turnovers, which I think is number one in the National Football League. It is. It's awesome, man. The defense is balling out, period. <laughs> and you said something earlier this year, Jeff, that I, I, I did not believe. You said that them getting turnovers at this clip was sustainable. And by golly, it has been sustainable. They have gone out and gotten turnovers every single game consistently. It's almost to the point where I expect them to get a turnover. I don't know if it's the same with you guys, but they just continue to rack up those numbers. Yeah, You expect a lot. You expect a lot out of this defense now because we've seen it since week three. Um, You know, what I'm thinking right now is you've got Joe Hayden, who a lot of people after he signed that contract were really down on him. And even six weeks ago, we're still down on him. And you're looking at the fact that he has he's closed out three out of the last four wins with interceptions. That's just absolutely amazing. He did it against the Rams. He did it last week. He did it this week. Three interceptions in those uh, in five games for him, and he is looking like a world beater, and he's their number two corner right now because Steven Nelson is right now your number one corner. That's a great problem to have. Lance just mentioned 18 interceptions this year. If I'm not mistaken, I think they had six last year, so that's triple with three games to go, triple the amount of interceptions. Well, they've had, they had 15, uh, they had 15 intercept total turnovers. I think all last season takeaways, they now have more interceptions this year than they had entire takeaways That's last year. Incredible. So think about that deal. Would it had a, a, a super chat and he didn't have anything in it, but he, 
Here it is. He said multiple weeks in a row now where they're screwing up time management at the end of the games. Just hope it doesn't end up buying us in the coming weeks. Here's my theory on that. And we kind of touched on that a little bit earlier. And it is that this is still a young football team. And there's going to make some stupid mistakes in terms of running out of bounds in terms of, you know, they're, they're growing as a team together. And that's, it's easy to say that, uh, as they win, uh, you just hope it doesn't cost them a game, but Lance, go ahead and get through the rest of your stats there. Well, we talked about one number, the number 20, 20 consecutive games with turnovers. You know, we kind of beat that horse dead. So let me go to another number, 140. 140 yards rushing. And to your point about Kareth White Jr., he had five runs for 41 yards for an average of 8.2 yards per carry and a long run of 13 yards. And I believe this is back-to-back weeks where they've had over 125 yards rushing. So to, to Dave's point, maybe the power running game is back in Pittsburgh. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You're starting to see the the two yards in a cloud of dust come back. And earlier in the year, it was a handoff tackle for loss, tackle at the line of scrimmage. And now it's, you know, Benny Snell's falling forward for three. Kareth White's finding some space. He's getting four. When you're getting three, four yards a clip, yeah, you can do that. With this defense and with a rookie quarterback, you run, run. I don't not run, run, pass. You know I hate that. But it's a, you know, you can run it twice, get maybe six yards. You're setting up a third and manageable. I'm not saying that's what they should do all the time, but it's at least that's an option. Brian, what are your thoughts on that? You know what? This is what we're looking at with this team. You know, run, run, pass. That's what's happening. You do what it takes to win right now. And it's really the formula. So you have the defense controlling it for you. You have the offense doing what they, what they can. You just said a rookie quarterback. Um, this running game, it's returning to power football because they're helping control the game. They're, you're not relying on a pass and you don't want to get to the point where you're having to chuck it down the field and playing from behind. So they're keeping themselves in games with field goals, but that running game is setting it up. And at even at the beginning of the game, it looked like Benny Snell Jr. was going to uh, have a hundred yard game because he kept on going, but they mixed it up and they did it the right way. They brought the wildcat out at the right time tonight they used it sparingly they used it one time but they used it at the right time so i'm complaining about the game plan but they did some things right there as well yeah let me jump into my last set of numbers jeff and that is the number four and the number three they got four sacks today but they gave up three sacks One thing I'm seeing with the Pittsburgh Steelers, as Duck Hodges plays, they're starting to give up more sacks. In the last three games, they gave up a total of seven sacks, but they're continuing to get sacks. And I think with the four sacks that they got today, 
That puts them at 47, and they are averaging three and a half sacks per game. And I believe that their 47 sacks is leading the National Football League. Yeah, they were they were leading going into this week. I'm not unless the team had a gigantic outburst. The only two teams that were near them uh, a few weeks ago were Carolina and New England. I'm not sure how New England did or Carolina defensively, but we both we all said Dave Schofield included that it would be difficult for this defense to continue to put up sacks the way that they have the last two seasons. And here we are, three games left, and they only need three to break that 50 plateau again, which at one point seemed insurmountable for this defense and Keith Butler. Brian, what are your thoughts on the team and their pressure that they're putting on the opposition? They get after the ball. They're always sending somebody after you. Even against these running quarterbacks, they're not just uh, staying back and shadowing as much. There's there's somebody doing it, but they're going for it. They know what they have in Hayward. They know that they've got a sacker in Dupree now who's not overrunning the ball. They know what Watt. They know he's a, a world beater. They're just sending them. And this team is about to become the greatest three-team sack, uh, excuse me, the three-season sack team of all time. If they get to 56 again, they will have the highest three-year total in NFL history. This is a team that, and last year, even two years ago, both those years, we knew that they were getting sacks and we were proud of it, but the rest of the defense was faltering. Now you're getting the sacks and the secondary is holding it up as well. So that's what's making this a world-beating defense. So I love what they're doing with it. They're going after it. That's their new identity. It's the true identity of that defense. And you know they're going to come after you every single time. Even a team like Baltimore is noticing. Because when that team went after uh, the, the, of course, they didn't win that game, but they went after Lamar Jackson, and they, I think they held Baltimore to one of the lesser rushing games of their entire season, and they're one of the best rushing teams total. But they still are going after the quarterback, so they're 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 getting it everywhere. Keith Butler's mo has always been aggressive pressure, send more than they can block. And trust your players. Lance, do you have any other stats for us? Well, to keep it just on this, not from this game, but to keep it just on the sack total. So if they continue to get sacks at this clip, they will have 58 sacks for the year. So they're averaging three and a half with three remaining. They would, could finish with 58 sacks. And so they would clip mark and they would be the all time. This three year period be the most sacks. Uh, in a three-year period in Pittsburgh Steelers history. And it would be the first time, I believe, Jeff, that they got sacks, 50 or more sacks in three consecutive seasons. So they are getting at it. Nobody's complaining about Keith Butler. That was another one that I was going to do about I got it wrong because I criticized Keith Butler pretty hard in the show, and I clearly got that one wrong as well. Uh, Keith Butler has this group playing really good football. The only thing about this group is – there are some letdowns after they score, after they, meaning the Steelers, score. And I would love if they could really just uh, not give another team momentum. It's sort of like baseball. You know, as a former baseball player, Jeff, when you score, you don't want to give up runs in that bottom half of the inning. You just want to keep putting, you know, innings back to back where you don't give up scores. So, you know, that's one thing I could see them tighten up a little bit on the tackling. But overall, I mean, this defense, 
defense is playing outstanding. And riddle me this, guys, they're eight and five. And Mike Tomlin will not have a losing season once again. There you go. Cue the music. Dun, 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 dun. Breaking news. Mike Tomlin's non-losing season streak continues in since 2007. That's pretty remarkable. I saw that it's the, I'm going to write this article and we're done with the show. Um, let me pull up the actual statistic that was by Field Yates of ESPN. Mike Tomlin has now opened his career with 13 straight seasons without a losing season, tied with Don Shula for the second longest career opening streak in NFL history per the Elias Sports Bureau. Marty Schottenheimer holds the record with 14. Freaking remarkable, man. I mean, it's hard it's to win games in the National Football League. It is hard to win. And, and hopefully this season will gain him more appreciation with the fan base. It's tough. You're right, Jeff. That's not happening. <laughs> it's a shame. <laughs> just stop. Just stop, man. Just stop. It's, it's you, not going right. to happen. It ain't happening. You, you're right. Because now they'll say that the players are playing. It's already, I've already seen it in the live chat. The players are the ones that are doing it. The players are okay. And I get it. You're you're going to give the players a lot of kudos. You're going to blame the coach when things go south. I like to I like to play it with you can give credit both times. You know, you can give the players credit for executing. You can give the coach credit. It's possible to say, holy crap, they're on their third quarterback and they're eight and five. They've won what now, Brian? Is it seven of their last eight or six of their last seven? Seven of their last eight. They started out one and four. And this is know. Mike Tomlin football. We we've seen this over and over. Remember Mike four Tomlin and five had a style of football. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, this is this has become his deal. Remember, usually when December rolls around, he's there's very few losses. Um, but remember, I remember, and I tell this story all the time. Jeff and I are on the uh, on the hangover in 2016 after the Steelers lost to Dallas to go to four and five, and we were we were coming really close to throwing in the terrible towel at that point. We didn't, but we were coming really close. And what did they do? They ended up in the AFC Championship game. Am I saying that's going to happen this year? All I know is something's happening, and it's it's not just players. Because what he's doing with these guys. Look, I, I don't know if other, other teams would be doing this with Duck Hodges. I mean, Belichick maybe, some of these coaches maybe, but a lot of other teams wouldn't. There's some guy, he gets these guys ready to play. And I see in the live chat where a lot of people are saying that, no, it's not, it's the players. Look, this guy's doing something. You got to give them credit for something. They want to play for this guy. There, I mean, there's a lot of guys on a lot of other teams that will play for this guy. And if you cut this guy loose, I would be shocked if it's even more than two days that he goes without an interview and a press conference with another color sweater on. Oh, he'd be the coach of the Washington Redskins in two days if he exactly. was taking the job. I mean, Schneider's already Redskins. said it. Just yeah, not I mean, the Redskins. Schneider, yeah, he's already, Schneider's already essentially said it, that if he were to come free, Mike Tomlin would be their next coach. But my last set of numbers, and – the, the live chat keeps jumping around. It's not from this game, but we're still talking about sacks, sort of. As impressive as the Steelers have been this year in terms of getting sacks, the NFL record, um, there are a couple of teams that have had 70 sacks in the season. 
The 84 Bears had 72. The 89 Vikings had 71. And the 87 Bears had 70. That is downright ridiculous. 72 sacks in a season? That's just, that's, that's, that's comical. I mean, that, that is just downright nasty and getting at it. But again, the number that counts more than any number is the number eight, and the Steelers are at eight and five. Absolutely. This is for you, Lance. Snowman puts $5 in the tip jar and says, can we get rid of Mr. Faircatch, a.k.a. Ryan Switzer, since we now have Deontay Johnson returning punts? That's your boy. He's talking about your boy like that. Hey man, the, 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 he's gone forever. Mr. Mr. Football, the Mr. Electric <laughs> Football man. And I post pictures of that on Twitter every once in a while. But Mr. Electric Football man is he's gone. He's out of there. Unless Speaking, Ben lobbies yeah. for him vigorously. True. Speaking of Twitter, did you happen to see I tagged you in a because I run the behind the steel curtain Twitter feed during games and on game day. Did you see, did you check Twitter, your Twitter notifications today, Lance? Uh, no, you didn't see the video of Ben jogging it up on the field before the game. No, I didn't. Oh, I did. Right. I tell you, I, I tell you now I'm going to, I'm going to describe it as one word labored labor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Like they were a bunch well, of people. Baby steps. <laughs> baby steps. He's running. He's, he he's, he's running, oh trotting, skipping oh vigorously. Okay. As jokes aside, let's check your notification, Lance. It's there waiting for you. I have one question for you guys. It's a yes or no. You can explain or elaborate if you want. Start with Lance. Has this team, 2019 Pittsburgh Steelers, Eight and five heading into week 15. Has this team entered the quote unquote dangerous category yet? And when I say dangerous, I mean the teams that people say this team gets in, they're going to be dangerous. The team that they say, if this team gets in, you don't want to play them. Have they entered that? Have they entered that rarefied area at Lance? Really? You, you really asking me that? Like, really? Well, I know your answer. I should just go right to. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, you asking with me this that? Defense, with this defense, I mean, they can be dangerous. You just said yourself, it, they can't sustain these turnovers, and look what they've done. The the defense is dangerous, but it's still Devlin Duck Hodges. Well, you have to play the defense when you play the Steelers. I mean, if they could just play D, they'd be dangerous. No, no way in the world. That <sighs> this, As good as the Steelers' defense is playing, Playing an undrafted rookie quarterback in the playoffs, that's the team I want to see. Because I'm going to figure at some point in time, you're going to have to manage the guy. They're not really going to convert third downs. I can get this defense tired. I'll, I'll control time of possession. I'll play a lot more snaps. I'll get you off the field. At some point in time, the defense will wear down. I'll be able to make some plays. I'll tempo them. And then I can kind of get up on you. Maybe I get up on you 17-3. It's all I need because you've got Devlin Duck Hodges as your quarterback. You want to know a team that's dangerous, a team that you don't want to play in the playoffs, if they come into your building as in a wild card weekend, the San Francisco 49ers, that's a dangerous team. 
We don't have to they worry about them points. unless we're in the Super Bowl. I'm talking about the AFC no. 2019. Can no, okay. they are not dangerous. All right. They got a slingshot. The hater they said his piece. I'll say mine. Go ahead, Brian. You know what? Um, you know, I know we got Hater, we've got Homer, and I guess I want to be Triple H. I, I mean, since I'm here, so I'll just go with Humble because I know I know my humility is uh, is something that I'm known for. Um, but you know what? Why can't they be dangerous at this point? You know, I'm I'm smelling what Lance is cooking when he's saying it's Devlin Duck Hodges, but I'm seeing, I, I'm going to quote Rocky because you know how much I love Rocky. And, you know, when Duke is in Rocky 2 saying, I've seen this guy beat you like I've hurt you like I've seen no man hurt another man before. I know I'm messing it up, but I'm seeing Duck Hodges do some things that I just have not expected. And each week he's starting to get better and he's getting more confidence and confidence is a dangerous thing guys when somebody is confident and he has you know what we talk about pedigree all the time he's got fcs pedigree and that he was their heisman trophy winner that does that that speaks to something i know it's another division but i mean i've heard of a guy that was fcs too i believe uh what was his name jerry rice yeah, I mean, you have guys, Walter Payton, I think, was in that lesser division as well. So you've got guys like this that could go ahead, and I said it, go ahead and make plays when he has to make plays. He's doing it with his legs. You get this guy in the playoffs, something magical could happen. I'm watching this team up north, Lance. This team up north, they don't look right right now. And there's a possibility with them losing, there's a possibility that Pittsburgh is going up north if they make that sixth seed. And that can very well happen right now. And am I saying they're going to go ahead up north and beat them? I don't know, but they're looking susceptible. Magic happens in January. Right now, Doc Hodges has some kind of magic. He is the chosen one in a very weird way for this ragtag bad news bears, Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'm embracing what is wearing black and gold right now for all of their faults, all their injuries, all their flaws, anything you want to say, they've got something going. And when they win more, they're believing it. 53 men as one are deciding that, it's us against the world, and nobody is going to break us down. So, yes, I'm buying this team dangerous. Michael Jackson's big album, 1991, dangerous. Roxette, dangerous. You know what that was? That was a scene in Rocky II when he's by, he's by Adrian's side the entire time when she's in the coma and she wakes up. She goes, I want you to do something for me. Win. And then the bells start ringing, and it's just like, what are we waiting for? You know, to, to get that moment. Hey, listen here, Lance, all right, hater? This is where you made your monumental mistake. Dangerous does not mean we'll win a Super Bowl. Dangerous does not mean is going to go to the number one seed and win. Dangerous means that you are a threat to win that game. And I'm sorry, there are situations in the playoffs with both the AFC and the NFC where that isn't always the case. I think back to when the Steelers played the Miami Dolphins in the wildcard game when Bud Dupree almost killed a guy. That's what I'm talking about. 
They are dangerous, period. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With this defense, like you said, this defense alone is dangerous because this defense is has enough to keep them in every single game. As of That's today, as of today, since they're dangerous, and that yeah. album was horrible, actually, by the way. <laughs> Michael Jackson, that was one of his worst. Uh, remember the time was on that album, which was a great song, though. As of today, they would travel to Kansas City for a wild card game because Houston lost, Kansas City won. They now are ahead of them. Bring it on, man. What if New England loses again? Kansas City keeps on winning, things how happen. About, how about Buffalo? I, I, I want Buffalo to beat New England somehow. and if that happens, that you can be looking at a third seed. KC keeps winning. There's a tie. KC is a tiebreaker. That's what I'm saying. And can I say this real quick, Jeff? You sure. mentioned Rocky too. Win Rocky, win, and he was wearing the T-shirt. Win Rocky, win. I think the next BTSC T-shirt. Win Ducky, win. Ducky. <laughs> can you just say win duck? <laughs> okay, Brian. Speaking of Buffalo, you wanted to say something about the game, right? Yeah. Go ahead. So, look, I mean, we make grand plans, and we all decide that, you know, Dave and I decided that we were going to go down to the game um, with it being flexed out. And, you know what I mean? This isn't my job. I have a job the next day. Um, and, you know, Dave has responsibilities also. So we have not said that we are not going. What we're saying right now is that if you would like to purchase those tickets <laughs> – that uh, you could, I let me pull this up because this is the longest, uh, this is the longest, craziest uh, email at, of all time. Um, STLR superfandad at is it Gmail? That's Gmail, it's, yeah, at gmail.com. And we can go ahead. I mean, I'm sure Dave's on here, you can go ahead and type it in, but it, it's going to be pretty tough to uh, go to that game that's going to end at midnight and get back at 4 or 5 in the morning and go to work. I was planning on a 1 p.m. game. Um, it could be, I mean, I'm not saying we're not going to be there. Keep it posted. But, hey, this is a huge game. If you want to go, tickets are out there. Call Dave. Actually, email Dave. Tweet Dave. Um, send a Harry Potter howler to Dave. Whatever you need to do. But you can go to this game. And this is going to be the regular season finale. Period. So yes. it, the, it, the last game in Heinz Field, most likely this season. It would take well, he would take a lot. <laughs> it would take a miracle. Yeah. yeah, it would take a miracle. So if you're interested, go to uh Brian, go to you can go to behindthesealcurtain.com, any one of Dave's articles, click on his name, and it'll take you to his author profile, his email address is there. You can email if you're interested. So it should be good. I, I, I know we're getting to that time where we're we're getting towards the end of the show mm -hmm. but i wanted to reference one of the comments by uh michelle i think it was michelle powers who wrote uh leave ben alone i'm looking at the video jeff <laughs> can you really call that cardio 
Well, that's what Mark Cavalli of the Athletic. Okay, Jeff's standing still there. Oh, that's okay. rare. Here we are. Here there we are. I'm back. Okay. Didn't Cavalli label that as he's getting some cardio in? Before the game. That's not cardio. No, 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 no. That is not cardio. I chuckled to myself. I tagged you in it because we've talked about Ben Roethlisberger's amazing uh, figure. We'll put it that way. That, he makes Rich Eisen look like Tariq Hill. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Real, real quick here, before we call it a show, if you want to check out that video, you can go to our Behind Steel Curtain Twitter feed, BT, at BT Steel Curtain. Check it out. Uh, I quote tweeted that earlier today. Ryan O'Toole puts $5 in the tip chart and said, Did you see the Ravens D player lineup behind the Bills quarterback today? Way offsides. I did not see. I watched a lot of that game. But to be honest with you, I was actually, um, I was actually more interested in Buffalo than I was Baltimore. Brian, did you get to watch any of that game? I I very hardly any of it. Uh, the the most I got to watch the game was the end of the New Orleans San Francisco game. Lance, did you get to watch any of the Baltimore Buffalo game today? Uh, a little bit, but then I turned on that Niner game. That Niner game was the best game this year. That wow, that, whew, that was an epic game. So I turned off that uh, defensive slugfest for that offensive show. Ten touchdown passes in that game. I mean, they were going up and down the field. I didn't think Jimmy G had it in them, but man, that was an outstanding game. They were balling. There you go. Devlin Duck Hodges himself puts a dollar ninety nine in the tip jar. Time to head home. Let me see your ducks. He wants to see them duck emojis in the live chat. So there you go. Um, I'll tell you what, guys, this has been a good show. It was a good game. It was a good win. That's the most important thing. The Steelers are now eight and five. All that we ask, if you really want to help the show, a lot of people donated money tonight. You don't have to do that. By all means, just like the video. If you've watched this long, you're obviously a fan of the show. If you haven't subscribed to the channel, subscribe to the channel. <laughs> Click the little bell. Set up your notifications. The duck emojis are going crazy in the live chat. And make sure you follow us on all our audio platforms. That's uh, iTunes, Spotify. <laughs> What are you laughing at, Lance? Oh, the heck? Did you see Brian Z? Brian Z said Ben is a hibernating bear, and he will wake up in the spring slim and hungry. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, hey, I'll tell you this. I, I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. I hope he comes back looking great. I hope his arm's fine because with this defense and him, a quarterback, with these young offensive playmakers, tell you what. Tell you what, they're dangerous. Yeah, yeah. They are dangerous. dangerous. Wouldn't it be dangerous. Wouldn't it be great if he came back to a uh, a Wentz Foles situation where a duck takes him far, and they're like, "Hey, we've got two quarterbacks now." <laughs> All right, guys, thank you for your time, Lance. Why don't you send us off? And as always, good people, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe. Amen, brother. We will see you next week after another. Well, it's going to be late again. Good Lord. All right. After a Sunday nighter next week against Buffalo, I'll try to stay awake. We'll see you on the next Steelers postgame. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.